Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates, with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whippeal. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey, folks. Welcome back for another episode of Bold Sports. Matt and I are back with you uh, right now this afternoon. It is an afternoon. It this is, is an weird. Afternoon. Everything's weird. Everything. The fact that it's an afternoon is like the like item number one twenty three on the list of things that are different. Yes. <laughs> Since the last time we got together, um, you know, we're 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 previewing. We, we've got you know. Put it this way: like we missed our MLB preview in the spring. We missed a lot, but of but it's stuff. actually not too late to do an MLB preview. Honestly, we are in episode one fifteen, by the way, Matt, and we should be a lot higher by now. But we're um, looking back at our record. We did the live Super Bowl podcast mm-hmm. at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview, mm-hmm. which hosts our podcast, well, several other great podcasts. Uh, and then we did a, a record the following week, recap the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and then decided to take a little hiatus for the rest of February and a little bit of March because the rest of February is only like the end of regular season hockey and basketball is like at the All Star break mm-hmm. at that point. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people take February. A lot as, of people take a, February as a hiatus. Take a little hiatus, whether it be from you know drinking booze. Making a sports podcast. Right. Um, uh, and then we plan to come back to do this in March. When the sports pick up. When the sports picked up, like, the last, like, ten games of the NHL season, the last, like, ten games of, ML, or of the NBA, uh, baseball was in, should have been in full swing spring training, which it was at that time. We are going to do the baseball preview. And then the world got shut down with this thing called COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um Whatever your belief on it is, is your belief. I get it. Everybody has different opinions. Um, you know, going by... I mean, the whole state of Pennsylvania was shut down. We couldn't even buy booze, for God's sakes, in this yeah, fucking that, state. that was hard, but, I mean, if you saw it coming, like, I'm certainly not, like, Johnny State Store. Right. By any means, like... I, I mean, I have a stash, I, I, but... Um, I, I would always say, you know, like, stock, stock beer at home, and if you want to, like, do a shot or two while you're out, you know... It's always it's always fun to do a shot with with your bros, right? But like here, I'm like, okay, this might be serious. Like, I I took it seriously enough to like stock up, and we didn't run out of hard alcohol in my house until like two days ago, <laughs> right? But, I mean, but the state stores did reopen eventually. Um, I I did a curbside drop at the um, Lebanon Shops location, oh, like yeah. the the second week. Nice. That it was available. I and know, I know you gave me some pointers on how to get through. Yeah. I and I, you know I had to like I was like I guess I got to set an alarm to wake up and buy booze, which is different, right? Um, but you know not as different as there being zero sports on television for three months. Pretty much. So, I mean, and, and we're less. You know, uh, the NFL actually was the one that that is being most talked about whenever we should be talking about hockey and basketball and everything else. Because the NFL wasn't in midseason, mm-hmm. they had the draft. They did a they did a virtual draft, um, you know, and, and a lot of teams. And in the the off season for the NFL this year was ridiculous because Tom Brady is now in fucking Tampa Bay. Yeah, we didn't we didn't get to talk about that, you know. Um, and the, then, like a couple weeks later, 
or was it a couple hours? I don't even remember. Time time is so elastic <sighs> anymore. Yeah. But it, Brady wasn't there for very long before one. He entered the wrong house. Right? Which was you know, hilarious. Typical criminal New England Patriots, especially <laughs> ones who have ties to the state of Florida. Well, he was Basically, going... Brady is Aaron Hernandez, is what I'm saying. <laughs> but also, the, 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 I'm being very facetious, but right. I am not lying when I say that Gronk is back. Right. And Gronk, Gronk, Gronk Beach has been relocated to the Gulf Coast of Florida. Correct. And Gronk Beach has a weight room that only like three people are allowed in at a time, is my understanding. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so, so the thing with Tom Brady entering... Uh, the wrong house was he was going to Byron Leftwich's house. Oh, good. So there's a Steelers tie-in. Former quarterback for the Steelers, yes. who is now the offensive coordinator for Tampa Bay. Um, Byron cool. Leftwich has a Super Bowl ring with the Steelers. Yeah. Um, and so he was going. Who else has a Super Bowl ring? Vladimir Putin. <laughs> well, that's true, but. So Brady's going down, and he had the wrong address. He just, like, knocked on the door because Byron was like, hey, yeah, just knock on the door and walk right in. I'll be in the office in the back. He knocks on the door and walks right in. He was at the house next door. Oops. Hey, you know what? I've totally walked into a wrong house before. Sober. People do. It happens. I've done it. I went to my friend's house in Green Tree, and you know all those, like, little Green Tree houses that were all built in the 50s, kind of all look the same? Mm-hmm. I was at the one next door. Mm-hmm. Oops. Yeah. It happened. It happens. You know? I, had a, I had a contractor walk into my house by mistake once. Oh, yeah. Because because the uh, the other contractor he was working with told him 8.30. No, no, sorry. He told him 8.03, but he meant 8.30. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Dyslexia. He, Got he, it. He needed to be, like, half a block down and on the other side. Right, right. Yeah. But, you know, it does happen. And, no, he, he wasn't... I, I hope he wasn't drunk. He was an electrician at 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> right? Seriously. Uh, and then... And then uh, and then Tom Brady was uh, working out in a public park in Tampa, and that was during like their shutdown, and they weren't supposed to be in the parks or anything. And he got asked to please vacate the premises, which is crazy to me, because like I I get why they closed like playgrounds and they, they took all the hoops up. You know, here in lot, Pittsburgh they dumped sand in, on in the skate parks. parks. Um, but the, at the same time they were like the parks are open, you just can't like use the courts. And, like, why why can't I go out on a field and, like, throw a football to someone who's, like, 40 yards away? You know? I guess the argument is it's, like, you'd have everyone doing it. True. It'd be so weird. I could not imagine, like, if I went out to, like, kick a soccer ball around down at Moore Park that, like, it would turn into, like, a super spreader event. One or two other people might say, hey, that looks like fun. And I'd be like, well, feel free to join in. You know, you just need to be able to kick the ball more than six feet. And don't be opposed to running after it when I kick it, like, 30 feet over your head, because I'm, you know, unreliable, <laughs> to say the least. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and then um, and then the whole thing... Now, now I, I saw this coming as soon as Tom Brady signed in Tampa um, that Gronk was going to find his way down there. Um, because Gronk, we know, retired last year, mm-hmm. and he didn't sign his retirement papers, but mm-hmm. he retired. Uh, so he was still, his contract was still owned by the New England Patriots. Um, so what had to happen was, is 
they had to create some type of a trade situation mm. so they could technically trade Gronk to Tampa. Mm. What did they get? Like a, a third round pick or something? Yeah. And then they took over Gronk's contract that was left, whatever was left on Gronk's contract. Mm. Now, this could be one year, it could be two years. But you know what? Gronk with a year off to get healthy, mm-hmm. that scares me. Now, the last time I checked, they still have concussions in Florida. They still have concussions in Florida. Um, I don't know if it's a hot spot of concussions in the same way that it's a coronavirus hot spot. True. But. I know that Gronk's been taking a lot of CBD to, to help with his symptoms. And by going to Tampa, he's also exhibiting a little bit of his uh, case of CDB, which is can't deal with Bill. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Like, Gronk, you know, at a certain point when well, you're Gronk, well, the Gronk NFL, and Bill are like oil and water. Well, the other thing is, too, with the NFL is they did go through a new collective bargaining agreement and so forth, and CBD is now allowed. Well, it ought to be. In the NFL. I mean... Um, I marijuana ought to be allowed. I don't think. I don't think marijuana itself is allowed yet. It's, first of all, it should be allowed. <laughs> it should be allowed if you're in a state that's recreational, where, where it's recreational, or even medical. You know, prescribed by your doctor. But I wouldn't, as a union, if I were the union, like I would not negotiate that into the contract because that would create a separate class of players who have less rights than the rest of the union. You know what there I mean? Is that. So the the, the the answer to that is for Pennsylvania and Ohio. <laughs> Even Ohio has more more liberal weed laws than PA. It's it's ridiculous. Um, and it depends on where you're at in PA. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm fine with the system as it is now. It's just like I have several friends that have their medical marijuana card. Cool, yeah, good for them. They just you know, yeah. they want to make it recreational and they want to have recreational weed. Cool, good for you. Look. I mean, this isn't know, a political show. It's but not, we not, we already have a system of state-owned stores that sell substances mm-hmm. and like have a monopoly on sale of same. So, just saying, what would be another store? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't even have to make another store. No, you just you just train the liquor people on bud, and then you don't have to deal with like the the snotty like. You know, like, bud tender experience. You know? I, I prefer they just, you know, they shove a surprisingly sturdy plastic bag <laughs> into your hands. And they say, sorry, like, we still can't do credit cards the normal way, even though it's the year 2020. <laughs> like, the state stores aren't the worst. No, they're not the worst. I'm sorry, I'm just psyching myself up because I have to go there later. Right, yeah. Um, they're not the worst. Actually, I was just at one earlier today. Yeah. Um, no- nonetheless... Back to Gronk, back to Brady. Tampa Bay is now like a team you got to watch because Atlanta sucked shit last year. Especially in the NFC South, in this exactly like Atlanta sucked shit last year. Uh, New Orleans, New Orleans has turmoil. Was their front runner, and they have turmoil. They don't have the most confidence in their quarterback. Um, As a player, first as a player, and also because of some of his opinions. Um, You know, Newton is not in Carolina anymore, and they're rebuilding. Newton's not anywhere right now. That's... Well, right, but I'm just I'm just saying like the the, the door is wide open well, for about... Brady for Brady to get a one or two seed in the or a three seed now as a thing. Uh, yeah, in they... the playoffs. That's another thing that they've, they've expanded the playoffs. They've expanded the playoffs, adding an extra team in, and then they're they fixed it so what that only uh, so now I think it's this year that you can get uh, they add the extra team and it's only the number one overall gets the buy instead of having two buys. If you're number yeah. one overall in the conference. You get the week by that week. Um, I see the fairness in that, but I also... Well, hey, if they would have did this last year and the year before, the Steelers would have been in the playoffs both years. But did last year or the year before feel like 
no, no. Like, no. Did you did you go home disappointed either of those years? I I know we have recordings of us discussing. Like, we were we were upset about it, but I mean, it's but they but, would have backed into the playoffs. They would have lost in the first week. They would like, yeah, they would have backdoored in. Yeah. I mean, both years they would have backdoored in and probably would have got destroyed in the first week going against. You know, because the Steelers would have had to go to like Kansas City or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, a seven seed is going to win a Super Bowl eventually, right? I mean, just because of the nature of the game, a six seed's already done it. The nature, the nature of the game. Sometimes one conference is way heavier than the other, and there there are ways to like be really good, but also be five hundred. You know, just because of like the way the schedule, like you you might have had to play the toughest division in both conferences that year. Um, shouldn't be penalized necessarily. I mean, results don't lie. And up until the Super Bowl, which is rigged most years, like the best team tends to win. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm not saying the Super Bowl's rigged every year. No. Just some years. Just a few years. Um I also say I wouldn't say it's rigged, but I would say that there's there was a team out there that took extra Steps to make sure that they had a leg up over mm-hmm. the competition, if you will, if you would, yeah. Um, and by steps, I mean like up to the upper level of the arena when you weren't supposed to be there with a camera. Yeah, 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 definitely. Mm-hmm. It happens. It happens it, to the Rams. Could have even happened to the Steelers, for all we know. Uh, it's not. It's not unfounded. It's not unfounded. If Joey Porter thinks it's possible, then Heinz who Ward, am I to argue? Heinz Ward believes 110% that it happened. Yeah. You know? Not not a lot you can do about it. Like, we, we've still had a great run here. You know, six Super Bowls is is tied for the most. Now? And, um... It just, it just kind of irks me that there's one guy that has six. Yeah. I mean, Charles Haley was the only one with five as a player, and he did it with two teams. Right. There's one guy that has six it doesn't with one me. team. I'm not irked by the fact that he has six, because he could have easily had eight. He could have easily had nine. Well, yeah. But, you know, just... There's there's two games where, you know... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those Eli games. Those Eli those, games. Those stick those, out to me the most. Those stick out to me the and, most. Um, yeah. That, you know, the, those... Those were some of the most exciting Super Bowls because everybody hates New England, so it felt like a Steelers win, even though, you know. That being said, I mean, Brady's... He's, it, he's almost to the point now where he's... Am I kind of rooting for him a little? He's a hell of a quarterback. you got to give it to the guy. guy. I love, like, the the last couple years of Brett Favre were sad. Well, yeah, I was, a big, Brett, I was a big Brett Favre fan when he was with Green Bay. Like, I respected his game. Yeah, I did. And, and, was, and the way he, like, hemmed and hawed about it. He didn't do shit with the Jets. Mm-hmm. He didn't do shit with the Jets whenever he went to the Jets because uh, Green Bay still owned his contract. They traded him to the Jets. And then yeah. he ended up going as an unrestricted free agent after that one year. Lots of the Jets, of Jets don't do shit, to, to the Vikings. And then, yeah. he, and then he lit up with the Vikings for mm-hmm. two years. Right. But you I'm know? just like, Brady, Brady That was during that, that bounty gate Brady issue. could be that. And the only antipathy that I can have for him at this point is just because I don't like his face or like his, you, his hair. Think about this, you know, though. Like, I, I have no animosity towards Tampa Bay. Think about this, though. Bruce Arians has now coached Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, and now he's got Don Brady as a head coach. Mm. And Matt Leinert. Matt, yeah, and Matt Leinert. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, Matt Leinert. But, you know, he had, he was quarterback coach with, for Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. he was started with the quarterback coach 
here in Pittsburgh and ended up becoming, you know, offensive coordinator. Then he went to head coach out in Arizona. And who do you have in Arizona out there? Did, did he have one year with uh, with Warner? With Warner? I don't know if he did. I don't or not. know. I don't know about that. I don't know that he did or not. Um, you know, but then but then he had the guys out yeah, there. Yeah, because he could co- he coached against the Steelers in the Super Bowl. No, he was on the Steelers with the Super. Oh, Bowl. he was on the Steelers. Okay, yeah, so he then, was our offensive coordinator okay. in Super Bowl forty three. Well, wasn't the next year? Didn't Warner get hurt? Yeah, I think so. He didn't get Warner. Yeah, uh, but I mean, he and then now he's got Tom fucking Brady, and yeah. Byron Leftwich is his. Mm-hmm. You know, Byron Leftwich is his offensive coordinator. You know, and also Tampa's got his... and people love Bruce Arians because he's a fucking pimp, right? You know, he's not he's he doesn't strike me as like a Nick Saban slash like you know he is he's, Tommy Tuberville like miserable Bruce football Arians, coach. Like Bruce, he seems like he has a little more like Bruce Arians, diversity of interests. Bruce Arians is partially that players coach that everybody mm-hmm. talks about, but also partially that organizational coach. We're like, hey, buddy, yeah, good job, love you. Hug, hanging out, you know, we'll go have a beer together, but the next day you fucking fumble, I'm gonna cuss your fucking shit out. Yeah. Like, and that's what he does. And then, I mean, that's, you know, I guess, you know, I mean, you got, like I said, this Brady experiment in Tampa will be fun to watch and it won't hurt. Well, if you got it, Mike Evans, works. you got Mike Evans down there, you got, uh, uh, what's, um, what's his name? Um, Pittman. Mm-hmm. Michael Pittman's son. I know. Yeah, uh, I've been that, doing fantasy football for a long time. You know, it's not just guys I watched that have kids that play now. It's like guys that I had on my fantasy, right? Team yeah, yeah. That have kids. Yeah, uh, and then they got a, they got Gronk now, mm-hmm. and then they got a sneaky good defense. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, Tampa Bay they got a really good shot to win the AFC South and or sorry NFC South and go a long way in the playoffs if they play. If they play, and we will find it out as of today, they canceled the Hall of Fame game. Not which, at all surprised. Which was the Steelers and Cowboys, uh, which the Steelers and Cowboys are probably happy because now they don't have to play five preseason games. Right, they, they um, don't need a fifth preseason game. They should cancel it every year. Seriously, uh, the, yeah, the Hall I mean, of Fame. I've been to the Hall of Fame. So game. have I. I've been to the Hall it's of Fame game too. Not like the coolest thing I've ever done in my life. I mean, you're, you're basically it's cool. Watching, you're, you're watching a high school team play. You're, I mean, no, you're watching. You're, you're watching, watching a D two college. You're watching. Yeah, you're watching. You know, you're, you're watching, you know, rookies and practice squad guys um, playing in a high school stadium. The the vibe when I went there was like, it wasn't like appreciably like more buzzing than like a well, they do North play, a- like for example a North Allegheny home game. Well, they do play in the Akron Zip Stadium, so the Rubber Bowl. It used to be the Rubber Bowl. Now they got a new stadium. Um, well, they didn't play it there when I went. Oh, they played it right in Canton. When I went, okay, I've because I've I remember because I I have um family from that area. I've been to it yeah. whenever they played in the Rubber Bowl. Okay, and I was like the Akron Zips. Well, that's yeah, that's a bigger stadium. Yeah. The one I went to is called Fawcett Stadium, and it's it's like where Canton McKinley plays. Okay, yeah, and it's a good stadium, and they get like, I mean, Ohio football is big, but I'm I'm sure some of the NFL money like trickles down to like the facilities there, and like good for them, but like. Unless, like, again, like, we're Steeler fans. Like, it's a short drive to Canton. Like, I could not imagine trucking it from frickin' San Francisco. Well, well here's the thing there, know. too, is, like, I, you know, anytime I've gone out to the Hall of Fame when a Steeler's gone in, and I was actually really highly considering going, mm-hmm. there's like Bill Cowher's going in, Troy Polamalu's going in. Mm-hmm. Um, so who else is going in that was, uh, uh, I don't know if they're going in as a Steeler, but they were a Steeler. Here or there. Kevin Green? No, he's already he's in. He's already in. Um, but here or there, you got, um, 
to go out, if you get a hotel, you can't get a hotel room in Akron or Canton mm-hmm. because also that weekend happens to be the Firestone Invitational at Jack Nicholas's course at mm-hmm. Beerfoot Village. Yeah. So your closest hotel room you get is fucking Wheeling. Mm-hmm. At that point, I might as well drive the extra thirty five minutes home. I mean, that's what, <laughs> I mean when 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 they were have like my dad used to go every year when they were. When all the '70s guys like were going in, there was because it was like year after year. It was, yeah, like, yeah. So all through you know, the '80s. Yeah, basically, and they, like I don't think they stayed over. I mean, these, no, like, it's, these it's, are, a, it's a two-hour drive. These out are tailgate. Drive these back. are like tailgate guys with like a, an RV. Yeah, you know, like they're they leave super early in the morning. They get back late at night. Um, you know, you you watch the enshrinement and then you leave. You know, um, but it's. It's a spectacle, but it's it's not something that needs to happen right now. Like, if we can't even have, like, Wimbledon, then we don't need to have the Hall of Fame game. Strictly from a sports perspective. Not even to get into all the other activities that are, you know, like, frowned upon right now. Like, it, there's there's really no need for five preseason games or even four preseason games. Really, there let, let this be, like, the, the year that well, they realize they're ta- that. Well, they're adding an extra game to the schedule next year. So there's going to be... Seven, a meaningful game. A though. meaningful game. At so the end. At the end. They're going to add a 17th week, so they're going to add a 17th game. But they're going to take away, I think... Two preseason, one preseason game. That's good for the something fans. like that. That's good for the fans. It's good for and the fans. It's good, good for, for the, the players. But it, well, it's not good for the players. Depending on who you are as a player, yeah, you you get fewer tries to make the team. But if you're Ben Roethlisberger, that's one more week that you get to go out and risk like smashing your elbow again. True, you know. So it's which, it's so interesting. Like sports which, unions about, are speak, not like regular yeah. unions Speaking because there is so much division. Between incomes. Speak about Ben Roethlisberger man, smacking his elbow around. Do we have to? I mean, smacking his elbow around. I mean, you know, you know, he, you know, he's out there now throwing passes and whatnot. He's looking good. He had a full year off of recovery of his whole body, mm-hmm. not just the surgery he had on his elbow. And I don't care what anybody fucking says. I'm still saying it was Tommy John. They just want to say it. Uh, yeah, but it, you know, Did we um, you know, but I mean, come on, he's they, he's throwing passes. Juju said he's they're looking great. Fucking uh, uh, James Conner said it's coming off great. The ball's moving right. Um, you know, he's been out throwing those guys. He's been out throwing with Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and they're doing this at like Quaker Valley mm-hmm. High School field and stuff. They're they're out on a high school field doing this stuff. Uh, you know, off, off site, off premises. Um, conditioning and workouts and so forth, mm. and you know, it, I really hope that this is a uh, Big Ben rejuvenated situation, and it might gain him a year or two. Yeah, you know, because honestly, <clears throat> there Ben looked like he was done two, three years ago, and then he, you know, he, then he had a stellar season. He had a great team. We we're supposed to win the Super Bowl that year, and then. Other issues caused us from not winning the Super Bowl, mm. you know, with our player personnel at that point in time, which are no longer on the team. Yeah. Huh. Or, saw, in the NFL for, or in the NFL for that matter. I saw a guy in a Bell jersey at Giant Eagle, like, about about like a month into the quarantine. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, you're like still reminiscing, buddy, are you? Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, you know what? This thing with Steeler fans, most real Steeler fans... Buy a jersey has a guy's name on it and a number. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna like throw it away or burn it. No, you only... know you keep it. You might not wear it to the game. You might not wear it, you know, 
I think the, out the, move, the move that I see every time I'm out in public among large numbers of Steeler fans, and I actually did this in the past season with Minka Fitzpatrick, you hold on to the jersey until they get someone else who wears that same number. You change the nameplate. And then you change the nameplate with duct tape or have it custom made on the internet if you're so yeah. inclined. Yeah. I, um, you know, I did the duct tape because I didn't know that Fitzpatrick was going to be wearing the same number as Willie Parker until, like, they took the field that day. And I was just like, holy crap, like, I don't have time to get to an embroidery shop. Right. Yeah. I've got to be at the bar in, like, 15 minutes. Duct so, tape it Duct is. tape it is. And I got so I got so much respect. I got more respect for my makeshift Fitzpatrick jersey than I did when I was like the first kid on my block with a Roethlisberger jersey. And make us a fucking stud. Maybe the Steelers right now should just forego first round draft picks and like, you know, and and every year go get a guy that was a first round draft pick that was proven that's on a shitty team. The best <laughs> the best way to scout a guy is to watch him play against other pros. Right. You don't get to do that if you're hanging out at like. You know, swack football games in the fall. No, but it's not practical. You can't always orchestrate trades. And if if the Steelers really do, like, if that became their model, other teams would, you know, obviously up the stakes and ask for more. Definitely. I mean, kind of like how Belichick never like, you know, what was the deal with Garoppolo? Like he didn't want to trade him, so he so so he took like peanuts for Garoppolo just to like spite spite his bosses. Yeah, you know did. what I mean. Like the terms of what a guy is worth on the trade market can change just based on someone's ego, um, or like the fact that it's a division rival. So well, it's still best to stalk through the draft. Well, then we also had the 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 big talk of there's a lot of names that are still out there. There's okay two big ones that are unrestricted free agents that haven't been signed yet, which is Mac mm-hmm. Khalil Mack. He's out there, and then also uh, Cam Newton. You know, uh, Cam Newton might have a job after week two. Somebody's going to get, you know, there's a quarterback going to get fucked up in the first couple weeks or mm-hmm. preseason. Yeah. And Cam Newton's going to be your best option out there as a proven, already proven quarterback, unless his injury and his health is is uh, that far of declined. Yeah. Uh, Cleo Mack, don't know what's up with that dude. I mean, he he's a beast. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe he's got, you know, maybe he's a locker room issue. I don't know. But he was... You know, he's still out there. Uh, Jameis Winston, there was talks of him coming to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here's the thing. You got guys like Cam Newton and Jameis Winston. They would be a better backup to Ben than what we currently have. Mm-hmm. But they want first. They want starter money. They're not going to get starter money anywhere right now. Not right now. Jameis Winston took a backup to Drew Brees in New Orleans. We don't know if they're even going to have a season at this point. Um, that is You true. know, like, the, the first game, as we just discussed the preseason hall of fame game has been canceled has already all been canceled. Fame and Shryman has been canceled. so the next the next games and like they're not going to be playing these preseason games in front of crowds but we don't even have players showing up to the facility in numbers yet and we've already got guys testing positive and if you look at college did you watch ezekiel elliott's um interview today no Ezekiel interviewed with ESPN on first take this didn't morning didn't he test positive yeah, yeah exactly so he tested positive for coronavirus and um he said look he goes I felt bad for like three days it felt like a really bad flu it felt like mm-hmm. a really bad cold he goes it sucked he goes I'm better now mm-hmm. he goes I'm still in quarantine because of the days and everything else like that he's like He's like, how it affected me and how it affects other people with different health issues and everything else is different, you know. He's a fine-tuned professional athlete. Mm. I mean, the the thing is just managing the spread. Yes. And 
the easiest way to manage the spread is to quarantine people who you know have it. So, like, that's why baseball and basketball are and talking ho- about... And hockey. Do, and hockey. They're talking about, like, having pods, like, where, you know, people stay in an area, like, stay in a hotel, you know, like, testing is prevalent, well, after like, our... temperature checks. Like, I'm not hearing about any of that as it pertains to the NFL. Uh, no, not, not currently. You know what I mean? So I don't even see how they're going to... Man- are they going to have... Like, are teams going to have to fly from, like, Seattle to Washington to play a game in front of an empty stadium? Or are they going to put people on campuses somewhere? Like, the college campuses are going to be full of students and players spreading the corona to each other. So where else can you play a football game that's even, like, a clean environment other than, like, empty Clemson already had, what, 15 guys test positive? Yeah. And again, like, you can't... You can't control college students from going out and spreading. Did you see what happened with the women's soccer? No. The, the Orlando team. I did Some not. of the younger players, like, decided to, like, go out to some bars at the Magic Kingdom and ended up testing positive, and now the whole team had to, like, withdraw from the, like, mini-tournament that they set up in place of a regular season, you know? With college students, you just can't control them. With adult players, like, you also can't control them, plus they're in a union, and they, you know, are really reluctant to say, like... I'm going to, like, quarantine for six months from everyone I know, you know, just so we can have a season. Baseball season almost got canceled for very similar reasons. I'd be really shocked if... if I wouldn't be shocked if football doesn't have a similar problem as we get closer to September. Right. Uh, And at this aspect, folks, we're going to take a break. On the flip side of the break, we're going to talk about some of that bubbling going on uh, with the NHL and with the NBA. And um, and then uh, I think we'll... We'll figure out what our third segment is going to be on. We're going, we're flying seat of our pants, no notes. We haven't done a podcast for a while. We're just kind of going at it. We're like, shit, let's make it happen. Yeah. So, folks, uh, take a break right now. Go grab a beer. Go grab, go refresh your cocktail. Joe, use the head. Whatever you need to do. Listen to uh, what our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview have to say. What's going on with them? I mean, they're still doing awesome cast remotely. They're still mm-hmm. doing Wrestle Mayhem remotely. They're still doing uh, uh, some of the other podcasts all remotely. The studio is kind of closed down, but uh, mm-hmm. they have the technology. Um, maybe I gotta get with Sorg and we can have the technology so we can just sit in each other's houses. Yeah, I gotta um, learn for work now, so. Yeah, you gotta learn for work? Alright. Alright, folks, we'll be back, uh, just a few moments, uh, see what our friends at Sorgatron have going on with you. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. Alright, folks, and we're back for our second segment here at Bold Sports, episode 115, first post-quarantine, kind of almost post-quarantine episode here. Green Zone episode. Green Zone episode uh, here at Bold Sports, and like I said, uh, on this segment, we're going to talk about um, the bubble that, not Mount Lebanon that we're in, but... And not the bubble that's within the bubble of Mount Lebanon. And not the bubble that's within the bubble. That's currently closed. That's currently closed. (laughs) Um, Yes. Uh, no, the uh, the bubble that the NHL and NBA are trying to do to resume their seasons. Now, folks, at this point right now, we are on June 27th? It's the 25th. 25th, June 25th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for the NHL, they were talking about a, you know, full-bore practicing camp july 1st mm-hmm. and then to start games mid-july yeah um canada is gonna fuck this up for everyone because canada 
has a 14-day minimum quarantine going in and out of the country, mm-hmm. or going going into the country. And they're talking about how, of Vancouver, Edmonton, and Toronto being host hub cities. They want to pick two hub cities um, uh, for the players for each conference to go and have this quarantine and places that would have enough practice facilities for the teams um, and also the arena for them to play in, uh, as well as enough hotel space. Now, Pittsburgh was on the long list, but apparently they're not making the short list, which blows my mind completely. Here's the first reason. We have how many practice facilities available? We have the Lemieux Center, which, of course, the Penguins would use. Mm-hmm. Other teams could use that. There's a second rink up there. Mm-hmm. There's like five, six locker rooms. I have friends that play fucking uh, league hockey up there. Yeah. You have uh, Robert Morris has their mm-hmm. big practice facility. Brand new. Brand new practice facility at Robert Morris. You have South Point still has their facility down there. The Penguins used to use as their mm-hmm. home facility. You still have um, uh, Blade Runners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's called Blade Runners. It might be Barrel now. What, in Harmerville? Uh, well, uh, Harmerville and Cranberry for that okay. matter. You know, they, those each have two rinks in yeah. them. You know, there's your there's a bunch of practice facilities. Um, I don't know. You know, Duquesne and all of them have uh, all have the workout rooms and mm-hmm. so forth. Uh, also, I don't know if you knew this or not, Matt. The Omni William Penn Hotel has been closed completely to everyone. I knew that. And I it's not slated to reopen until August 1st. Mm-hmm. You have a hotel in the center of downtown Pittsburgh, three blocks from the uh, from uh, PPG Paint Bucket, mm-hmm. that has 685 rooms that are empty. The whole yeah. hotel is closed down. Yeah, I'm sure the NHL has enough money to come to a deal with Omni Hotels to be like, hey, can we use this as a hub to host 12 teams? Yeah, like 12 Eastern Conference teams. How many? There's 24 players on a roster. 24, 25 players dressed. There's 30 players on a roster plus coaching staff. That's a lot of fucking rooms. I mean, and it has a Starbucks inside of it that you can lock the outside door to it because we know the NHL guys. I see them at Starbucks at Market Square all the time when they stay at the Fairmont. Yes. Um, Restaurants, three of them mm-hmm. in the hotel. Bars, four of them in the hotel. Yeah, we had a lot. Of, we have a lot of facilities here, and I I don't know why they didn't pick us because I I only watched the local news about that. I didn't go in depth, and they just said like, well, Pittsburgh's out of the running. Okay, whatever. Um, you know, another another factor that they probably took into consideration was like virus spread. Yeah, and like we've been doing better than a lot of places. Allegheny County is one of the lowest in the country right now. Yeah, like we're having, we've had a couple bad days here oh, to yeah. be fair, but yeah, like I thought we were going to be a shoe in based based on that, you know. And like like you said, all the practice facilities and and the hotels that are close to the the big arena. Um, I don't know why. As far as the Canada issue that you brought up. That's what like, floors me. They're considering Toronto just, for the East Coast. Just respect the laws of Canada and just say, we're sorry, but we can't do this. Exactly. You know? like, I, we, they want Canada to be part of it, but it's like, so, so say that the, the teams, okay, they have their, uh, their they have their practice facilities and everything at home, and they're like, okay, we're going to go here, but now we want to host in Canada, so it's another 15 days before 
kit, they would even let you out of your room in Canada. Yeah, so, I mean, <clears throat> you know, we we don't have that here. No, we um, don't. But some states are starting to have, like, recommendations, like guidelines. Um, um, West Virginia basically mm-hmm. instructed people not to go to Myrtle Beach, which, you know, sorry to say, but, like, half my cousins are down there right now. So yeah, it's just, yeah, like, yeah. people are I know a lot of people down you know? on the beach right um, now. The hockey Honestly. players, it's going to be different because... You know they're they're going to be expected to to be quarantined as as part of their like agreements with with the league and as teammates with their coaches and so forth. Um, players don't always adhere to curfews. No. Um, the reason they have bed checks for grown ass adults on sports teams is because of the tension between like people wanting to just do what adults do versus like needing to. And we're not even talking about COVID. We're just talking about preventing hangovers. Right. I mean, we got. You know? I mean, the, the NHL is a bunch. Uh, the NHL is a bunch of twenty-one and twenty-two and twenty-three-year-old kids that are making millions of dollars. They mm. just want to go to a fucking bar and party. Yeah, and they and they can't, <laughs> and and they and they they can't because, you know, them testing positive is going to shut down their whole team. It will. You know what I mean? If you were in a like, I would imagine in your job, like. If you get sick, like you're probably fucked, right? Like they they'd say go home and that, 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 that's a whole big can of worms that we don't want to get. We don't want to get on, into it on the air here. You gonna, and I can get into it personally, but they're not going <laughs> to. Sh- they, they, I guess they might shut down. A, a, they've okay, so they've shut down stores. They, they've shut down stores and restaurants for like a day or so. Like if a if a team tests positive, they're going to shut down the whole team for fourteen days, and that's going to have ripple effects on all the teams that don't have positive tests but have to play well, that team. Well, here's the thing: is so the they're going to be a bunch of forfeitures. So the and, NHL is foregoing yeah. their last regular season games. Okay, so they've opened it up now to have twelve teams from each conference in, and they have the bottom teams are doing a play in games mm. because they were on the bubble and could have had enough points to get into the top eight right or to make a wild card spot speaking of bubbles the, yes the <laughs> pens the pens were in the third slot in their division and um but were in the but they were in the, they weren't in the top four in the conference mm. so that's why the pens are going to have to play a five game series with montreal mm. and then you're going to have the top four play a round robin to determine seeding. Mm. I mean, this could go a couple ways. You know, I mean, this honestly, is there, will there ever be an asterisk next to the Stanley Cup for the 2019-20 season? Probably. Uh, Also, we're getting close to rug cutting time here because, you know, they're talking about a five-game series with Montreal you know the first five game series, then moving into seven game series is when they get to the top eight, and then they, you know, then they do, you know, the playoffs. They're gonna do one and eight, and two and two and seven, and three and mm-hmm. six, and four and five, which is the way it should be all the time, not mm-hmm. just this year. And then they're gonna go back and forth. So you're playing seven game series. You're at this point fucking up two seasons exactly. instead of just one. Exactly, because we're like three months away from when training camp. Well, yeah, well, started. yeah, training camp starts for the NHL in the last in the middle of September. Yeah, like September. So not even not like, even. It's three like months. the third Monday in September <laughs> yeah. when the NHL training camp starts, and they have preseason games the last week of September and the first 
week of October, and then they're in the live regular season the second week of October. I mean, I like I hate to say it, but I just I feel like scrap the season, scrap this shit. You know, like you said, like even if they award a Stanley Cup, it's not going to feel like a real Stanley Cup, right? Um, you know, the Penguins could have had a lot better positioning at this point, but they 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 had a string of bad games right before the right shutdown. before the shutdown. They and lost, they never they lost and they, eight of eleven, but they didn't have a fair chance to like have Rebound like a March or... and April rally. Yeah, so like or if they or had shit a... to bed completely, right? So exactly. <laughs> so so it screws up next season. It. It deprives the Penguins of like possibly a higher seed that they might have been able to earn if we had had a regular season. It it casts questions upon the, le- the legitimacy of the championship. Guys are going to be out of shape. Guys are going to be like worried about the disease. Like we might have like a spike in the fall. Right. Let, let's get our shit together for the fall. Scrap you the, know. Scrap whatever was left at HL season. Say hey, sorry guys, I didn't want to play. You know, there was going to be an asterisk next to the Stanley Cup champion anyway. This is a sports podcast you know, saying that you should cancel sports. Seriously. I, so then I, we, we must have, like, thought deeply about this. And I oh, have a clue. Of, I've you know, totally thought. I've had this conversation with my dad. Like, I've had the conversation ago. with you on the phone while I'm cutting grass. I've had the it's conversation with... It's weird to have hockey at this time of year, yeah, too. I could get think with about the this NBA, way. Vegas is the top leading one to, to, be, to be a host uh, bubble city for the West, right? Mm-hmm. How the fuck are they going to keep the ice that damn cold in Vegas in fucking August? Um, air conditioning? That You need to bring in a lot of air conditioners to do that shit, because I don't care what maybe you say. It'll, maybe it'll kickstart the solar industry. You know, you know, maybe uh, maybe that's like a good thing. You know, 120 fucking degrees outside is still, you know, you can freeze the inside and that frozen floor and everything. Mm-hmm. You're still going to have soft ice. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. When it, the, the Stanley Cup finals have gone through Pittsburgh here several times in the last few years and they've and we've seen them take the doors and just put big ass fucking freezing generators mm. in the in the uh, doors at uh, at console PPG and it, the igloo was the best one mm. you know they used to just throw like they would close down gate C and just make it nothing but like yeah. you know uh, cold air generators to blow cold air mm. into that building uh, you know that had that aluminum roof and everything yeah. I mean, that just radiated heat mm-hmm. coming in that bitch um but not anyway, I, there's no the hockey i'm not at all convinced it's necessary to try to have a tournament the basketball on the other hand like i would like to see them try well because they're coming up about, with sort of like an innovative way of doing well it. because okay so folks if you haven't heard or have not you know been on this planet for the last three months um basketball is also shut down they had eight games left in regular season the NBA is trying to finish the regular season and then go into the playoffs with a regular playoff setup, uh, and they're trying to do the quarantine for the NBA at Disney, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Disney got the wide world of sports; they got all those complexes down there, you know. And a lot of teams are like, well, well, you know, then we'd be on a neutral floor. Who's the home team? This that everything, and then like the players, and then they were talking about, well. You know, you guys can bring down your own floor if you want and put, like, the Warriors floor up. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then we'll change the floor out overnight and put the new floor in. You know, is it... Is it seems is, unnecessary. Seems unnecessary. Just play on a fucking floor that's, that has Mickey in the fucking middle of center court yeah. and has Walt on one side and Disney on the other side underneath the hoops. You remember Harmerville Hoops? <sighs> yeah. Did you get to bring your own floor to Harmerville Hoops? No. No. If, if you don't like... The Duquesne, the Fort Duquesne Bridge as a shooting background. Guess what? Wait till next quarter when you're facing the other direction. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like that's really not a problem. 
my my issue with the NBA was I really wanted them to come back in a novel way, like acknowledging the fact that again, like the regular season is three months down the road, and like these guys are gonna need an off season in between. The NBA starts in what November? Yeah, well, no, October. They October. start they start at like a week after the NHL usually. Yeah, their training and camp starts. And it's September. The NBA has always been on the cutting edge during like the social media era of like how how can we make our product more interesting to like the millennials and now the zoomers who are coming along behind them. And I just think a freaking like quarantine single elimination tournament with every team, even if they were shit during the regular season. Just put them in put them in their, you know, one of three sites at Disney. And, and, like, show us, because the NBA has already talked about wanting to do, like, an in-season sort of cup tournament like soccer does. Right. Like, this is the perfect time yeah. to roll that out. Be like, listen, there's not going to be any other basketball until October, so if you want to see LeBron, like, it's going to be in a in a single elimination tournament. Like, maybe the crappy Warriors who don't have Steph can, can beat LeBron this year um, in one game. Who knows? That's the fun. And you got to tune in. And everybody's going to be like, you do one game at a time. It would be like the best of March Madness, plus the star power of the NBA, plus that itch that everyone has for like games that actually mean so, something. So, Not like a pivotal game right. three. So, so you do a single East, elimination. So, so you do an East and a West bracket, mm -hmm. and then you seed them one through, uh, there's what, 30 teams in the NBA? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Top seed gets a, however many teams get a bye. I wouldn't know. even do that, just... Straight up one versus fifteen or whatever. It well, is. because you have an odd number. Yeah. You, okay. You, so know? you have an odd or number. Or you you could make like the last place team in each conference like playoff for the right to like get into the tournament. There's there's ways to do it. Yeah. I I I don't see enough like movement on that front, and I think they're gonna just end up doing something kind of similar, like a like with five game series. Um, similar to what the NHL is doing. Sim yeah, similar to what the NHL is doing, which is similar to what they always do. Right. But just kind of like truncated, definitely. Um, but I'm much, much. I'd be much more interested in watching basketball on a steamy July night than oh, hockey. Oh, it yeah. just it makes more sense. Basketball is a summer Olympic sport. It's a summer sport if you go to playgrounds. You know, like go go try going to Mellon Park in February. Not a lot of people out. You know. No. Um, now that there's coronavirus, like nobody's playing. I, I haven't been over that way in months. Right, and your family I, lives over that way. <laughs> I, I can imagine that, you know, when the city put the hoops back up, that a lot of people were showing up to play ball. Because it is basketball season. It might not be NBA basketball season, but, but summer, it's, summer, it's summer, summer is basketball, basketball season. Uh, I have a little park up the street from the house here. They didn't mm. take the hoops down. They just have a little stockade that says, park closed. Mm. Nobody's listened. Well... You know, it's Lebo. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean seriously. I mean, it's, it's you know, yeah. there's kids up there playing basketball, and the moms mm -hmm. are sitting up there with a glass of wine watching them. You know, well, uh, would, but that's the thing. Like, I went to the so okay, so I go to the Moore Park right recycling dumpster right because the city doesn't take glass from curbside anymore. And like, guess who drinks wine during quarantine? This you. guy. So um, every time I go, we there, did too. Trust every us. time I went there, there were kids skating. Oh, yeah, but it was always like the same two kids who probably live together. So, like, what's the harm? Where we're at right now, man, I have a, a, the the street behind me is a dead end street, mm. and we have a lot of kids in this little neighborhood. Yeah, and all the moms and the dads. My neighbors, my direct neighbors' backyard is kind of like the hub backyard, but mm. all the kids kind of play the hub. 
the, the, the kids kind of all play socially distanced and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the kids will ride their bike on the back street, and the moms mm-hmm. and dads. And I don't have any kids that age. My kid's 24, but I go up on the back street and hang out with the adults, and we mm-hmm. stand there in our six-foot social distance circle, and we sit there and bullshit. And mm-hmm. we'll take chairs up on the back street and sit in the yeah. chairs. And the kids ride the bikes up and down the street, and we just sit there and bullshit and have a couple beers. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, we're not doing, we're not over there like high five and chest bumping, whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, we're just. I miss, I miss high fiving and chest bumping. Yeah, you totally. Know? Walking into the bar, what's up, buddy? High five and chest yeah, bump. I yeah. miss. It's not just karaoke, but it's like the best karaoke is the karaoke where like everybody has to get up and join you on stage because they love the song that you picked so much. You know, I miss that, and yeah, and I miss uh, you know screaming my lungs out during Renegade. Which, well, by the way, they were talking about getting rid of Renegade before the coronavirus hit. <laughs> now no one talks about that, so maybe that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, they can't get rid of Renegade. They can't. I know it's corny, but there's way more corny Yinzer things that also haven't gone away, well, such Renegade, as mullets, Well, Renegade only, Renegade only started when Heinz Field opened. I know, I know. It's not. It's not uh, like it's the, not like it's been around since yeah. the '70s, right? It's not like the polka or anything. But yeah. at the same time, like it's a good pump up song. Um, it's uniquely Pittsburgh in nature. Like other cities, don't idolize classic rock the way we do in this yeah. town. Um, not at all. Cleveland, Cleveland does. Yeah, but Cleveland's bullshit. You know that. Hey. You, come on, I know both sides and all that, but you, you can admit Cleveland's bullshit. <sighs> Cleveland's making a run at Pittsburgh right now, well, I'm telling you. I mean, Pittsburgh's bullshit too sometimes, <laughs> but our bullshit's better. And it always will be. Unless, I mean, unless it's like auto I, mean, I, I, I mean, Cleveland sports teams are bullshit, but their beer and restaurant scene is coming on strong. I'm sure, I'm sure it is. You know, And their music up there is... You drive around Cleveland, you hear the guys bumping Jay-Z from 2002, and then the guys bumping fucking Stairway to Heaven. You know, it, it's same as living here, you know. Except their sports teams suck, and they get really cold the winter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, it's sad to say, but Cleveland's making a strong push right now. Um, not that I want to move there anyway. No, I definitely don't want to I have family up there. I know you, you do. Know, that's, that's I, I, was, that's I why visit. I, that's you why know. I pushed that particular yeah. button. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know? It, it, it I can't. To... Most, most people I know who are from Pittsburgh, like, if I say Cleveland is bullshit, you know what I mean? They'll just, like. You know, shoot me a peace sign back and get like, on yeah, the he was fucking bullshit. I'm you, on that trade. You're, you're like, you're like, you're like digging in. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It's, it's, you know, <laughs> sorry. I mean, Baltimore's hey. fucking horseshit. I'll give me that. <laughs> I have spent probably more time in Cleveland than I have in Baltimore. Um, yes, me I've too. never been. I've never been to a sporting event in Cleveland. I have, but I did go to a Baltimore Orioles game at Memorial Stadium. Ooh, which is just. Just one of the fields that Johnny Unitas used to play on yes. that I have also been to. Yes. I, I've been to a couple fields that Johnny used played on. Memorial Stadium was one of them. Uh, Moore Park in Brookline. Moore Park other. in Brookline. Uh, the one that's in Lawrenceville. Oh, yeah, Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal. Yeah. Did he ever play at Pitt Stadium? Uh, yes. Yeah. He did. Um, but against, here Against there. the Steelers? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, it's... Uh, you know, it's really hard right now as a sports fan and a sports podcast to be like, just be done with it and don't, you just, just cancel the rest of the season 
I, I want to see sports, but I'm at the point where it's like, you know what, hockey, don't fuck up two calendars. Just mm-hmm. fuck up this one, call it a day, and start next and start October fresh. If we can start October fresh, we don't mm-hmm. know. We this. don't exactly. We don't you know. know. We're, we're, we might jeopardize October by trying to start now. Right. Same with the NBA. You know, uh, Major League Baseball. We're going to talk about them after. The and break. I just feel like at this point, people are used to not having the sports. Uh, yeah, and, people. And, people okay. will. People are will be willing to wait. Until October for the fall sports, but the sports and that are available right now, people are loving. I you love and I it. are currently watching golf the Thursday first day of the tournament in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. and they have no fans on the green. Yeah, and they I have no I've, fans at all in the course area. Mm-hmm. They're they're supposed to have a tournament coming up uh, in July, the first one with fans, and it's limited access. Yeah, um, I'm not sure which tournament that is. I'd have to pull it up, uh, but. Golf is a very socially distanced sport. Ironically, yeah. Um, since May first, which was when golf opened back up in Pennsylvania with its COVID nineteen rules, mm-hmm. which the guys I play with we've all adhered to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been playing three to four days a week. I got the yeah. golf tan, yo. Yeah, I, mean, I do, man. <laughs> you know. Um, even before that, I I made my way to Ohio, West Virginia, and played mm. a couple rounds in April. Yeah. You know? Um, but, uh, you know, you have NASCAR going on right now. That's a whole other can of worms we can mm. open up in a little bit. Um, and, you know, how about the KBL, yo? I, I know was, your sleeping schedule is probably not what it used to be. It's I'm still up pretty. I'm still up pretty late though. I still, but the KBL starts early. I no, I know. Late to me is early. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. I've I used been, to be going to bed when the KBL is now starting. I yeah. See, like those first few games, like their opening day started right. at like twelve thirty, but like, there was yeah. a rain delay. There's yeah. But I was still able to watch the whole game. Because before rain, I got sleep. Because the last couple yeah. nights, the last couple nights, I've been waking up from my uh, middle of the night. Got to go pee because I'm old, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. So I coming back in, and I check the channel and KBL starting at like five in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that's that's a bit. That's like kind of where I do my best sleeping. Right. You my know? best sleeping is between like four a.m. and like noon. Yeah, but uh, I've, I've been I've been following that through Twitter. Right. Um, I'm it, loving that soccer is back. Obviously, like I I got into Bundesliga when Germany started up because they started before, and I actually. I spent a lot of time during quarantine on Ancestry.com, and I was actually able to, like, trace back, like, what specific part of Germany my ancestors came from, right. so I now know, like, what team I'm supposed to be rooting for. Um, so that that was a good productive thing. Who is that, came by the way? Uh, Mainz. M-A-I-N-Z. They're, they're, uh, the city of Mainz is associated with Carnival. More so than Oktoberfest. Okay. So, so their their big festival is like a Mardi Gras, basically, and they every year they put out a jersey that's like very like festive. Um, nice. So awesome. I get I get to wear some like hideous jersey that would be very visible on a scooter <laughs> slash bicycle. There you go. Um, so yeah, yeah, so that that's a good thing that happened. Um, Crystal Palace is one in one since. Which league start. is it that's been? Oh wait, no, was it KBL that they had all the teddy bears right behind the home plate? Or was it 
Yeah, it was. Yeah. K- yeah. So the yeah. KBL, the mm-hmm. KBL's been having the teddy bears behind yeah. all, all the bears. And I, and I thought it was. But good. they also had a sex doll. They, yeah, they did have a but, sex doll. Which I mean, come but on. I but I cracked up laughing because they had like Ted, like the movie Ted. Yes, exactly. They had right a couple. They had a couple. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then you know also, he's a Red Sox fan, right? Yes. <laughs> and then also, also the um, uh, the soccer uh, was it the Europe was it um, the league in England. Um, that they allowed all their fans and season ticket holders to send in pictures of themselves dressed in their gear. No, that was Germany. And then they blew them up and yeah. put them, like, in the seats. No, that, that was Germany. England didn't get started quite as early as Germany. Like, they've only been back for two games now. Okay. Um, and they, they just tarped off the seats with, like, the slogans of the club. Okay. You know what I mean? So, But like, I thought that was cool with Germany whenever they, yeah. they just, like... Hey, send us in pictures of yourself and your and your gear, and they made big cardboard cutouts of them, mm. and they're pumping in crowd noise. I'm not. I, I you're able to watch a stream with the natural sound, right? And I prefer that because, like, I don't mind. Like, I'm used to watching like European qualifiers that are played in in front of like 200 people, you know. So it doesn't distract from me. It's kind of cool because, like, you know, there, there's sounds involved in every game. Um, but like when you go to a baseball game, there's sounds. There, you hear the sounds better, right. like the crack of the bat and the snap of the glove. Like <clears throat> when you take the crowd out of the soccer, like you you really hear like the the snap of the ball against the boot. That Similar year. to the experience I had when I went to my only MLS game that I've ever attended. Like you don't appreciate on TV how hard they're whipping that ball around. And, oh, and how deftly I, they're able to like deaden. I've been to one MLS you know? game myself. You hear it, when, and you hear it when you're, when you're watching there. a game without crowd noise. I was in you, the upper the snap, deck, you know. I was in the upper deck uh, for a DC United LA Galaxy game because mm-hmm. why not go see Beckham for twenty four dollars? Whenever I lived in the DC area, yeah. and and you're right, and that the watching the game live is a lot better than watching on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people say that about hockey as well. People can't watch a hockey Dude, game on hockey's TV. Hockey's easily the biggest difference between the TV experience. Um, yeah. The camera just can't keep up with the puck. With, no. with not not only with the puck, but like with what's developing away from the, the back play. play the, you know, the, you know, the like back play, the When you can you can see somebody wide open for for a breakout pass from like the upper deck of console, like oh, much yeah. better than you can from the camera position. Definitely. So there's that. Um, God, there's so much sports. I love sports. All right, folks. We're going to talk more sports after the break. We're going to take a break right now. See what our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios have going on. There's some new podcasts that have developed uh, on there as well. Uh, We'll get some of those commercials in for you. But we'll be back in just a few moments. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at AwesomeCast. Net. All right, folks, we're back for our third and final segment here at Bold Sports, episode 115, the first green phase post-quarantine, kind of quarantine, but green phase episode of Bold Sports. In which we talk about sports being played and sports that may never be played again. And yeah, and, and we talk about some stuff that you know happens in off-seasons and whatnot. Like I said, Matt and I are currently watching Golf PGA Tour. Um, they are playing in Connecticut. And currently, uh, it is the Travelers Championship first round. Uh, Roy McIlroy, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Justin Thomas, big boys, no Tiger Woods. Um, this uh, 
the golf has been really nice. Uh, and during where we were still on all lockdown underneath mm-hmm. red phase and yellow for that matter, when they played the uh, skins game mm-hmm. with uh, Rory and Dustin and Ricky and um, Marcus, forget his last name. He's the one with the weird hitch in his swing. Yeah. Um, that was really cool. Amanda and I were like, we're betting on it on FanDuel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we made a couple bucks. Nice. It was pretty cool. Nice. And then, uh, and then of course the, the the match two with um, Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, and then they had Tom Brady and Peyton Manning join them. Mm-hmm. That was quite interesting to watch. It was a shame it was a shitty weather day for them down there in Florida, uh, but that was quite awesome to watch. Um, NASCAR is currently back up and running. They uh, are running without fans. I believe they are going to have a race here coming up where they're allowing 5,000 fans in. Mm-hmm. And for a NASCAR track, 5,000 fans is very minimal. That is very minimal. Yeah. I mean, those tracks hold 100,000. Right, yeah. You like, know? We talked about the um, the football game that was played at Bristol um, last year. You know, oh, t- yeah. Tennessee and Virginia Tech. Like, yeah. It's a, you know, it was one of the biggest college football crowds ever. Um. You're far from the action right yeah, yeah. there in the back. You're far from um, the action, but you're still there. But you're still there. Yeah, you know, I've, you know, like I said, never, I've never been to NASCAR. Um, I've been to know, a couple races. I'd, I'd be more inclined to go now than I was like two weeks ago um, for, you know, various um, statements that they have made in support of certain drivers of theirs. Um, you know, like, it's just, it's a geographic thing mostly. Like, if we had NASCAR here in Pittsburgh, like, all us users would be there at least once a year. Okay, the closest yeah. tracks we have to Pittsburgh would be Pocono, mm-hmm. uh, Bristol, yeah, um, Richmond, mm-hmm. Dover, and they're all about a six-hour drive. Oh, Indy. Indy. Uh, okay, and they're all about a six-hour drive. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's... It's far. Like... My my interest in motorsports is more to do with the like technology behind it. Oh yeah, than like actually like who wins the races. <clears throat> so I would the probably races anymore are so fucking close. I I know, and like we watched like, Daytona. Like I I watched the the ending of that Daytona. Yes, yeah, I did too. Was a was a crazy ending. Um, it would have been better if there had been less crashes. Um, well, you get on a super speedway like Daytona. I I, I, I understand. Yeah, I get, I get it. I'm just saying, like, for me, like, I get more out of watching it on TV to the extent that I get anything at all. If you ever go to a live race, it's one of those things that's, like, really cool and to experience. Um, but for me, it would be an every weekend thing. Yeah. Like, I would go to a Steeler game every weekend compared mm. to going to one NASCAR racing year if I had mm. the option. Yeah. Um, I still, to this day, want to go to Daytona because it follows the weekend before or after my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I've yet to go to Daytona 500. For my, I've been to Daytona. For a race, just not the 500. Um, I've been to Charlotte and I've been to um, Dover. Yeah, uh, really cool tracks, really cool atmosphere. Um, currently, right now, in the current climate that the country is in, not only with coronavirus, uh, but having a uh, large uh, Black Lives Matter uh, movement going on uh, with things that have happened in this country, starting uh, in Louisville and Minnesota. And other states and cities around the country, not necessarily in the past few weeks, but the past 400 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you and I were brought up to 
you know, everyone is everyone, and it doesn't matter if they're white, black, yellow, Asian, Korean, you know, Russian, German, you know, everybody's everyone, you respect everyone, you respect their beliefs, and, and so forth, uh, and not to, to hate anybody based on the color of their skin, and not to hate anybody based on their religion, that's how I was brought up, that's how you were brought up, and the Catholic upbringing you had, same as Catholic upbringing I had as mm. well, now the Catholic religion is not far, it, you know, is no... No, uh, you know, uh, you know, slouch themselves on some shit. Right. But I, I have always, I have always said that (laughs) all the, all the good parts of Catholicism that I retained were taught to me by women. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like I went to Catholic school. I did too. Um, For the first eight years. You know, we all, of course we all go to mass, like, you know, and there's a priest up there, but like the actual like social justice for the most part, there was one man who was a teacher during my K through eight experience, but for the most part, it was women who were not nuns. Um, and yeah, like we, you know, we were taught we were taught to value everything that the Confederate flag doesn't stand for. Right. Um, you know, so with NASCAR banning that symbol from from their venue, like. No, for me, like that. if I'm if I'm not allowed to go to a Pirates game, and hold up a bed sheet that says "Fire Nutting," you know that's that's a sign that offends one person, right? Who has the power? Like, why should you be allowed to hold up a sheet that offends millions of millions people? Millions of people. And the Confederate flag is is one of is the big thing here, uh, especially in NASCAR being founded Southern Heritage. Mm. You know, bootleggers and whiskey right. runners, and yeah. that's how it got started in the Confederacy. And there's still those down south, down home Southern boys that the South will rise again. They have their Confederate money buried in the ground, waiting to go. Um, not always buried. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's prominently displayed in the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always buried. Sometimes it's like right on the living yeah. room table. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, I, I you know, race is a big thing, and in all sports, mm-hmm. there are how many races in sports? There are, you know, black people and Asian people that play hockey. Mm-hmm. White people play basketball. You know, uh, baseball has a lot of Spanish mm-hmm. and island um, players as well as black players, white players, Korean players, mm-hmm. Japanese players. Mm-hmm. Um, sports is a big melting pot of mm-hmm. races, religions, beliefs, and everything else. Right. Um, now, a lot of people are looking at... You know, Colin Kaepernick years ago and how everybody shunned him of, oh, you're disgracing the flag, disgracing the flag, da da da. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about disgracing the flag. Even the military uh, members said they're not disgracing the flag. He's just protesting against a freedom that I have given him. People are willfully ignorant you know, of the fact that the kneeling was actually like the product of a discussion that Kaepernick had with a veteran. Yes. Because his first, his original protest was to just sit it out. And the veteran, I forget the guy's name. I, it, he I, said, I, don't sit it out, but he's take, like, you can take, take a you knee. He's like, you can take a knee. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? Like, the, the fact that, like, Kaepernick was willing to compromise to get to that point is completely lost on so many people. And it, it just pisses me off that we're still even talking about it. Um, you know, that being said, like, motorsports globally is a much more diverse, like, you know, the... the one of the biggest Formula One drivers, Lewis Hamilton, is black. 
You know, there's oh, yeah. no there's no NASCAR equivalent to Lewis Hamilton because like all the best NASCAR drivers tend to be white guys, tend and to be from you, the South. Um, NAS, NASCAR is a very dude, southern Jimmy Johnson's from California. Okay, like like I said, it was so Chef Gordon. I Traditionally, guess, you are correct. Motorsports Motors- in America has a much more like rural kind of redneck sort of fandom. It does. Whereas in Europe, like for, there's Formula One fans who are like really like you know like rich kids. Like there there were kids that like Dutch kids who went to my college as exchange students. You know who who could like afford that lifestyle where they like study abroad for like their entire undergrad. Yeah. You know. We're like Formula One fans. Like no, I didn't, I didn't. Meet, away, I, I, I'm not saying there weren't NASCAR fans at my college, but like, it's typically not something that you see on campuses. No, you know. Not at but all. but like these Formula One kids from overseas are just like, yeah, like we we love motorsports, we love auto racing. Like, like I said, I I I don't love watching cars drive in a circle, but I like the commentary because I like hearing about like engines and aerodynamics and like all the work that goes on in the pits like that that stuff is interesting to me like i don't think i would enjoy just like sitting at the track watching them drive even if i had one of those scanners because you know the the scanners that tell like you can hear the pit crew and everything but i like the interpretation of like daryl waltrip you know because these guys know more about cars than i do and driving a toyota yaris is like nothing (laughs) compared to you know, driving a Monte Carlo at Daytona. Well, I mean, think about that with motorsports. It was, how long was it whenever uh, women started to break through? I yeah. mean, Danica Patrick being the most recent. Mm-hmm. Um, but you had uh, Janet Guthrie in uh, Indy, um, Shirley Muldowney in drag racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot remember the woman's name from Indy that really made the big impact. Uh, and then Danica Patrick started in Indy and then mm-hmm. moved to NASCAR. Um, but there's a woman in Indy, and I can't remember her name. Uh, she's in the 80s, um, was when she was really big driving, um, and so forth. But, you know, women in, I mean, look, John Force's daughters, he has three daughters, and they all drag race. Yeah. You know, um, so it, it, it took years before them even saying, you know, and then you had drivers, especially it came out with Danica Patrick, and drivers saying she has an unfair advantage, when she took the pole, at Indy the one year. She didn't mm. win the race. She finished the race, but didn't win the race. She took the pole at Indy, and the driver said, of course she's going to take the pole, because she's a woman, she's 110 pounds, and the car's lighter. Not that much lighter. Seriously, dude? Because you because know? dude's 160. Yeah. You know. But that's no argument. They, dude's your size. They put weights you know? on jockeys. Oh, they, yeah, they put weights on jockeys. If, if you're that concerned about the driver weighing less, like, throw a freaking, like, this is NASCAR. Throw a case of moonshine in the back seat. <laughs> And guess what? Hey, we're all even again. Right? But Bubba Wallace, uh, currently with uh, NASCAR, is the only uh, black driver, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, on the circuit. And uh, the Black Lives Matter made them. He had the car. He's driving number 43, which is Richard fucking Petty's number. It was mm-hmm. Richard Petty's car forever. Richard Petty owns the race team. You know, and they had the thing in Talladega where they said they found a noose in there and they had the FBI investigate and they said it was a pull-down tie for the garage. Yeah. I don't believe that. I don't, you know what? Like, I don't either. <laughs> but even even if I take that at, at face value, like, it I, sucks, I it sucks that. that somebody has to go to work, like, worried about right. that type of harassment. Right. And, and the also, other thing is, even if it was a complete hoax, 
it still just brought a bunch of people out of the woodwork to show us their ass cracks in right? the full light and of also day. whoever so, it was that, I mean, that, and they still haven't figured out who it was to pay the airplane company to fly around the track with the Confederate flag behind it well did you hear what happened you know, in England not at all Some, somebody flew a White Lives Matter banner uh-huh. over a Manchester City game and it, it said Burnley on it so the, the person has been identified and they just don't give a fuck right you know uh, and they're just like I'm, I'm you know I have free speech or whatever right um, but the the idea that like you and I don't have to deal we don't with that if, if I oh. go to work even if someone did put a noose in my office like I would it's find not connect to me it's not offensive because like I don't have like a family history right where like they've been hanging us yeah, I'd be like, what the hell's your problem? I'd be like, are you trying to, like, make a reference to the fact that I support Black Lives Matter? Because, like, you're an asshole for caring, like, in that way, and you're stupid. But, like, I would not view it as a personal threat against my safety. You know, and I, To the extent that Bubba Wallace <clears throat> would. So, like, even if it wasn't... Even if it was completely innocent, the fact that he felt targeted sucks. Right. And the fact that all the other drivers pushed his car to the front... And that they essentially had like a a Black Lives Matter march on the track of a NASCAR, event. and they pushed this car to the front. You know that was that was really powerful stuff. It was really powerful. And stuff, NAS- NASCAR, NASCAR might not, you know, they they might let this fizzle out, um, or it might turn into like real positive change for them. Um, but but also it would be one of the only sports to watch right now. Exactly, they got a center stage and a way to make a change. And a way I know to, people. And, and I really, know people who don't following NASCAR who are following Bubba Wallace. Right. You know, and it, and it might just be superficial, like, I'm going to tweet about him. Um, but it's still better for NASCAR that people are promoting it. Oh, it is, definitely, you know? for sure. Uh, I mean, shit, uh, the PGA Tour, for years, you know, had issues, uh, especially going to the Masters, one of the most coveted tournaments every year mm-hmm. at the Masters. You know, having them to get special exemptions to allow black people to play at the Masters. Mm. Because until, it wasn't, it wasn't even until, what, 10, 15 years ago that Augusta National even had its first black member. Mm. And then they've gone a step further and now are starting to allow women as yeah. members. And I think they've allowed Condoleezza Rice as a member. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean... So that's that's like, that's that that's big deep southern like heritage and and there's a lot of people who are boycotting the masters for the longest mm-hmm. point of time and I get it I well, understand it exclusive clubs are always going to be like exclusive exclusive you know what I mean and it kind of it sucks that the masters is played at an exclusive club is is the because if if they played it at Oakmont? Well, they they play the U.S. Open at Oakmont. They play the US, yeah. Is do you think that the the like racial makeup of Oakmont membership is like on par with the makeup of society in general? No, probably not. No. Probably not. Um, you know, Augusta is scrutinized, rightfully so. But their scrutin- the only reason that they get th- that scrutiny is because they have the tournament every year. Um, you know, like some years the U.S. Open is played at a public course. Um, it is. Golf, just in general, is like a white sport, and private clubs tend to be, you know, white. Um, what can what can I do as a recreational golfer to like, you know, resist that? 
don't give my money to the masters, I guess. Right. Don't um, give my money to private clubs. Don't. Yeah. Like, I mean, fat I, chance I, of that. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't have enough. I mean, to, I was fortunate know? enough to get to go play at a very nice private club this year. I got to go play the PGA course. Yeah. I got to go play at Firestone, you know, in in, in Akron, Ohio, uh, Firestone and Mirfield Village. Beautiful fucking course. Amazing. Great. The the history that's there is awesome. Yeah. I mean, you can spend a whole day just in awe of the whole place. And then I had to play golf and with people I knew. Mm. And also with a PGA professional with us. That's awesome. Uh, who would have known? I had a friend that married Jim Furyk's niece. But anyway. Uh, I mean, he is from around here. It's yeah, possible. I know. I know, right. It, it, but I didn't know until like yeah. a couple months ago. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so it, it, we get... You know, it, it was amazing. It was a great time. Will I ever get to do it again? Hopefully. Hopefully. If yeah. I don't, I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know, uh, I've got to play Oakmont, not this year, but I've got to play in the past. Yeah. Um, I spend my time, I played Moon Run yesterday. Yeah. You know. It's a great course. You know, th- 33 bucks, boom, 18 yeah. holes, beer two, call it a day. It's a good time. Mm. Uh, I, I played Madison Club. I've played um, the other Firestone in Ohio. Mm-hmm. I played... Um, uh, always dubs dread, you know, courses that anybody can play on white, black, doesn't matter who mm-hmm. you are. Uh, you know, it's a sport, get out and play it. Um, if you enjoy it, you know, watch yeah. it. If you enjoy it, we enjoy watching sport. I know I, I'm, I was kind of going through like withdrawal. Like, I mean, I don't know sports going What the fuck am I going to do? You know, yeah. I, I, you know, my, my yard looks awesome right now. Yeah, it does. I did some you great. You see my garden, dude. You know, I, 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 I bought a power washer and pressure yeah. washed the house and pressure washed the back patio. You know, I've been, you know, spend my quarantine time doing some stuff. There's still things I need to do. I still haven't fixed the hole in the wall yet, but yeah, I mean, you know, I haven't, uh, hung I, mean, every, <laughs> I haven't hung every picture frame I said I was going right, to. Yeah. Um, um, but, I, I've been doing some shop vacing. I've been doing a lot of gardening, you know, and we have, and we're looking forward to major league baseball coming yeah. back. And we're going to end here with major league baseball coming back. Um, major league baseball. Now this is, this has been a players and owners dispute. Um, billionaires versus millionaires. Um, it's coming down to it was coming down to uh, you know the, the, they stopped the preseason going on in Florida. Everybody disbanded, went back to their home city, or they went back to their home if they you know not living in Pittsburgh, they went back to LA if they lived there, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have the players' union, and they, you know, and they give them games, and they want prorated salaries. And, and you think about it, a guy like fucking Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. Who's slated to make this year? He was slated to make thirty three point eight million dollars. That's a fucking hell of a lot of money. You and mm-hmm. I will never see that in a lifetime, let alone in nine months. Right? Okay. Um, now they were asking him to. They're trying to do this salary proration, this that your thing, or, or you know, and, and they came to basically MLB was asking him to work for twelve million. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're expected to get 33.8 and you're like, oh, we're only going to pay you 12 now because of this, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing that Mike Trout might not even still play because he has a wife that's pregnant and could be susceptible to the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance that that guy can't play. Also, my thought was is, and I hope this crossed your mind too, I thought Major League Baseball contracts were guaranteed no matter what. Because I know guys that retired because of injury but mm-hmm. still got paid. <laughs> You know, until their contract was out. Even yeah. though they weren't playing anymore. There was Jeff Karstens was one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a party boy and a half. 
you know, he was still getting paid one point eight million dollars a year by the Pirates for the for the next like six years of his life, even though he was injured out of baseball and couldn't play anymore. And the Pirates still owed him the money. You know, Bobby Bonilla still gets paid a million dollars a year on July fourth every year or July first yeah. every year. You know, but he starts his contract that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these guys, uh, so that's how I'm wondering. Like, I thought your contract was guaranteed no matter what to begin with. And then you have the the ownership is, is kind of bumming. Mm-hmm. And I get it because they're going to have games without fans. Where do you make your money when you are when you own a baseball team? You right. don't make your money by paying your players. That's where you put your money out. Mm-hmm. You make your money by the people buying the tickets to come in the turnstile to sit in those seats. You make your money, you know, if a Coke costs $5, they're getting three of it. Mm-hmm. And then the and a Coke gets 50 cents of it, and then the company that is serving it gets the other $1.50. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, they're getting their money on the TV advertising T- with AT&T Sports and TNT and TBS and uh, CBS and ESPN. And they're getting their TV money. You know, there's no games. They're mm-hmm. not getting TV money. You know, there's games without fans. They're going to get TV money, but, you know, they're not going to get the turnstile money. They're not going to get the cotton candy money. They're mm-hmm. not going to get the... You know that revenue, mm-hmm. so the the owners are taking a big hit. Yeah, so what? You're a billionaire. I know you can. I know you own other uh, fucking, uh, you know, uh, businesses that fail just so you have a tax write off. Mm-hmm. I know one guy in Pittsburgh that is worth a shit ton of money that owns businesses that fail every year as a tax write off. Mm-hmm. And he's a he's not a billionaire, but he's a three figure millionaire. Yeah, over five hundred million. You know that he owns businesses just to fail as a tax write-off. Mm-hmm. When you get that rich and you have to own fucking business that fail for a tax write-off, let me know. Please. No, well, you know, um, uh, don't hold your breath. But the players themselves, they're you know, the players, you know, they're going to do these prorated salaries. This doesn't hurt the Mike Trout. This doesn't hurt the Bryce Harper. This doesn't hurt the, say, if Pedro was still in the game. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt those guys. It hurts the guys that are making 600000 a year, 800000 a year. You know, the NFL, MLB, and NHL, they all have three to four guys in the team that make multi-million dollars. The rest of the guys are role players and guys that make a million or less. Mm-hmm. You know, so now granted, I would still like to work for, at this point, they're going to play 60 games and at a prorated salary and still walk away with $180,000. I'd be quite happy with that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but they're not. You know, I get it. And then they're also, you know, you got guys, like I said, like Mike Trout's wife's pregnant. Mm-hmm. He, you know, she's susceptible if he's out. And MLB, they're not talking about a bubble city. They're not talking anything like that. They're talking about playing their regular games at the stadiums and stuff. You're gonna, mm-hmm. Your private charter jet's good, you know. But, mm-hmm. you know, so I haven't even seen what the schedule's going to look like. You're, you're Pretty much you're playing 60 games. So you're pretty much playing your division. Yeah. I mean, they might throw in a... <laughs> This is the only this is the only sport that it makes sense to be playing right now. Right. In in the normal calendar of things. In the normal calendar of the four majors. Yeah. They they could have come they could be back right now. Like if soccer is back, like baseball could have come back. Right. But they, they got soccer's more contact than baseball. Right, but baseball got hung up on not medical stuff. They got hung up on con on labor stuff. Um which like we, we knew that there was gonna be a new C B A necessary. Year um so there, there's like an argument that like, well, maybe if they have to scrap this season, but they they get their labor stuff worked out for next year, that's good. Um, it doesn't look like that's what's happening. It looks like they're going to play a 60-game season where, you know, some compromises have been made. 
um, but they're still going to have to hammer things out long term. And I think that might be better because, like, we, you don't want to base your CBA on a pandemic economy. No. You know? Let's let's wait till we're out of this and figure out, like, how much money is actually going to be involving, you know? If the next CBA assumes that teams are going to be able to, like, you know, sell 40,000 seats to a stadium, that might not that might not necessarily be the case next year. We, we don't know what the what the trajectory of the virus is going to be or if there's going to be a vaccine or like immunity yet. So it, it, it makes sense to me as an outsider, plus also someone who makes money off of baseball games being televised at this time of year. Right. You're hurting. You haven't worked for four months. They need to be playing to the extent that it's safe. Yeah. But if I like, you know, if, if people are being laid off because of the virus for them to, for them to come back, too early like that would just like waste all the sacrifices that people have already made so so i get that but it seems to me that the issue here with baseball it's not about understanding the sacrifices it's that one side does not want to pay the other for the sacrifices that they're making the owners don't have to go anywhere near the stadium no they don't all they have to do is sit in their house and eat beans and rice because they're not getting as much tv money as they normally would yeah, it's, I, the, I, the players so are the ones who have to go yeah. out and and do the game. But like you said, it's not as contact as soccer. Soccer worked all that out. Yeah. Um, but but ba- baseball. I mean, some of the rules that they put in, you know, so they're going to have uh, designated hitter in both leagues now. Mm-hmm. Um, they're talking about an overtime game going to be putting a player on second, which they've been working with in the minors for the last couple of years. Yeah, I don't love um, it. I hope I it's only I, temporary. I don't like it. Just to get them um, back on the field this uh, year. A complete game. Um, they're talking about, uh, you know, a complete game being three and a half innings due to a rainout or whatnot. Yeah. Because they don't want to schedule double headers. They're going to do a 60-game season, and they're going to have 66 days to do it. Yeah, so right. They can't. So, so yeah. they're, they're talking about a, a, th- a three-and-a-half-inning game or a four-inning game being a complete game mm-hmm. in case of a rainout. Um, talking about you know not doing so many double head or, or, or if they have to play a double header, play two seven-inning games. Mm-hmm. You know, their rules for this year, I hope they don't stick around. Yeah, same. But, I mean. they got to get something out there because they they're running out, out of time. They're running out of time. And, and it's not that baseball's going to fuck up two seasons like NBA or NHL. Mm. But, do you, I, I don't know. I mean, would you want to see the World Series happen on Christmas Day? No. No. And baseball still has I'm a chance. I'm mad the World Series goes into November. Baseball has <laughs> a chance to give us a, like, you know, a shorter season that might have an asterisk when all is said and done. But it's still going to finish on time, and it's not going to interrupt the start of next year. I mean, I'm telling you right and now. And it's baseball, and like people, even people who don't like baseball and don't think that it's like an important sport like it used to be, you can't tell me that like, oh, we're going to flip on the TV and see that like, oh, baseball's finally being played again, and and not feel like a little bit better and Dude, a little more I've been optimistic. Awake at five thirty in the morning watching the KBL. Right, but you know, it's you baseball. Know, I love watching. But the you game. know, when you watch Korean baseball, like you know that the reason they're playing in Korea and not here is because Korea did a better job. They did a better job managing than the, United the virus. States. So when America starts playing ball, like that's for the, that's good for the morale of everybody yeah. in the country, even the people who don't like baseball. Exactly. Like, I, I'm, I'm friends with a dude from college who just posted on Facebook, like, yesterday. Am I the only person who just noticed that they haven't been playing baseball? And then, yeah, if you're not a sports fan, if you're not a baseball fan, 
if if you live in a a small town that doesn't have MLB, right? Like, yeah, there's a lot of other stuff going on right now with the news, with our jobs, with trying to like make time to like see our families. Like, yeah, it's possible to not notice that it's not being played, but hopefully, once it is being played, you're just flipping through I mean, the channels and you see it and you think. Hey, like I we're mean, we're getting out of this slowly but surely. We don't talk about your job a lot. We we we've mentioned it a few times, Matt. You telecast. Yeah. You telecast a lot of sports. There's no sports going on right now. Matt Matt, Matt just had to step away for a second. He's been laid off for four months, like a lot of other people. I am a bartender and server. People, you know that. I've talked about it. I have been out of work since March 16th. I'm trying to go back to work since stuff's opening green. But we're having some issues with it, you know. I had some. I have some opportunities to potentially go back to work. Matt gets a phone call today from his former co- from his company that laid him off and said, "Hey, uh, we're thinking about bringing you back, and just because there's not sports going on, maybe you can telecast Good Morning America for that matter. Whatever it is that Matt would end up doing, awesome. So his schedule is going to change. Whatever my schedule is going to change. We're going to see how this is going to play out." Uh, in the meantime, though, w- without sports going on, uh, you know, it, it's it's a struggle for the country because the the country looks to sports as as a normal. Um, you know, after nine eleven happened, and that first Yankees Mets game in New York after nine eleven was amazing, uh, and it went from there. I mean, you know, and then also those first NFL football games. Um, after 9 11, you know, that was the first time NFL football canceled a whole weekend of football because of 9 11. And then the week after, those first football games after 9 11. And that, like I said, the Yankees Mets game after 9 11 in New York was amazing. Uh, sports is a, it makes everybody in this country feel normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball, I mean, yeah, sorry, the Billy Bean line, how can you not be romantic about baseball? I mean, <laughs> I mean, even if it's not. Even if your team sucks and has a horrible owner. But well, that's the thing, and like I, like we we can do like more time next episode on right. like the pirates and like who even plays for the pirates because it's been so long. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, it's funny. We got a new manager. Yeah. Has he even managed a game yet? I we had we, we had the draft coaches. already. We had we the had draft, draft already. They drafted a guy, gave him five million dollars on a high school, and yeah. you know, and I just, don't have a don't don't have a team for him. They to don't have a team. They, they said we're not sure what's going to happen with this guy yet. Because usually when you get drafted. You know where you're going. You go right to rookie ball. Yeah. For the rest of the summer. Yeah. And that's not open right now. Nope. Not and I, I saw he came, he came to Pittsburgh. And came he, to Pittsburgh. He got Jersey, to go out, you know. Got to tour the stadium. Yeah. Um, but, like, I was joking because I, I was, uh, I saw Hess on one of the draft days and I was just like, are you excited for, like, the Mets to, you know, draft some guy and then, like, immediately lay him off? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because, <laughs> like, that, like, at the... It's been real touch and go with baseball. Like I said, yes. it's Thursday. Um, Tuesday, they said they're getting back together. And Wednesday, my phone rang at like 10.30 a.m. Like, hey, do you want to work? There you go. I That's mean, is it a coincidence? You. Probably not. No. So it's good to be back. It's good to be back. All right, folks. Speaking of good to be back, it's glad Matt and I can get back together for fuck this yeah, man. episode. Fuck yeah. I don't. I don't like Yo. to curse a lot on this podcast, right. but fuck yes, it's good. To but be it's back. good to be back. We uh, get a record down for you, folks. For episode one fifteen, we should be a lot further along by now. But hey, shit happens. There right? wasn't so, a lot of sports to talk the about. The world anyway. shuts down. If you, you just want, it, it would have turned into a conspiracy theory podcast within like three weeks. <laughs> Probably you. You would have hated us. We were getting hate mail. We would have been good. We would have been good. We've been all right. We would have had some interesting fans. Uh, but also, folks uh, out there, 
stay safe, do your due diligence. I'm not going to tell you to wear a mask or not wear a mask. Just do what, if you go to a restaurant or store, be mindful of other people around you. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and also, uh, yes, black lives matter. Black lives fucking matter. And There's a lot of black lives in sports. They all matter. You know, it doesn't matter if it's the guy down the street or the guy hitting a home run out of home plate. And athletes have platforms that normal people don't have, and they are entitled to use those platforms to speak out for social change. And a lot of people couldn't handle a guy kneeling, and that's why police stations were burned down. On that matter, folks, we're going to go ahead and end this episode uh, 115 of Bold Sports. Thank you very much. Check out what our friends at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview have going on with upcoming uh, podcasts of theirs. And then also... Matt, hopefully this is the start of a good, like, once a week we can get back to doing this again. Yeah. So, all right, man. I, I'm As we're sitting here recording this ending, I'm looking outside. Matt's on two wheels today. Uh, it's, it really? get, it's, it's getting a little it's getting a little dark, so we got to get him home before he gets wet. Yeah, I, I got to. Yeah, I hate to put that thing down. All right, folks. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Hey, Ian's. Thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media's on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports. BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook, or BoldPGH.com.